this week we'd sit down with another offensive lineman and selfish selfish as i am when it comes to these uh, shop of the week interviews michael i love interviewing an offensive lineman it is a very fun and spirited and intellectual conversation which you don't think from big dudes who block people for a living in your perspective as we visit with michael mckelvey senior guard for the westlake offensive line coming off probably one of the more physical if not the most physical game you played and michael we saw some fire from you from the trinity game talk about your experience and just how that game really brought a lot out of you from a physical standpoint and also from an emotional standpoint where you were able to to really show how physically tough you are. Because I've always been ready. Like, I felt like I was ready last year. I was just behind some pretty good uh, players. Week one, it was kind of a weird game. It was raining, like, half the time, and I started cramping, like, halfway through the first quarter. (laughs) It was bad. But then this last week I got an IV, and I was, like, ready to go. I was just like locked in and they were talking a lot of a lot of smack and I just got really into it and Bray, Connor Jack, Nat, all, all my boys, we, we were just all into it going at it the whole game. Well I think you also see with a, with a challenge like Trinity, it's it's always an opportunity for us to kinda of look and go, Okay, it's week two. This is probably the biggest game we're gonna play until Lake Travis when it yeah. comes to formidable opponents. It's everybody's game of the week across the state. And you're looking at a nationally ranked team and a state number one, Westlake in a state number six, Trinity. This was an opportunity to find out what kind of team are we. So let me ask you, Mike, what kind of offensive line are you guys? I still think we're probably more of a pass-heavy team just because the talent we have out wide. We can run the ball, and I think it'll sneak up on people how good we are and how dominant we are up front in the run game. I think that'll be like a great advantage we have all season because they expect us to just throw the ball, throw the ball, and then we're just going to run it. There's nothing better than run blocking because yeah. it, it, it – what, what is it about that, that physical nature of just, you know, because you guys are pretty smart guys. You know, across yeah. the board, you, you talk about five deep of guys that really understand, number one, how to conduct yourself off the field, uh, how to conduct yourself in the classroom. All of you get great grades from what I hear. Being the smartest guys on the team, you're sitting there as, as a unit going, man, there's nothing fun to just go caveman on people. And uh, is that the most fun part of football for you? Yeah, just being able to hit hit someone every single play for – 48 minutes. That's like cast of characters, obviously, on this offensive line. Definitely a different makeup. And I look across the board and I said, okay, well, they're about 20 pounds lighter. In difference to last year, you might be a little bit more athletic. Do you, do you find that you're able to play faster? You're able to be a little, but maybe a half step quicker? What's the difference between last year's offensive line and this year's offensive line from your perspective? Yeah, I think you said it. Last year we were a little bit bigger, but we definitely were not as athletic and we weren't. We're much better at tempo, and we can use tempo a lot. I just think we're more athletic. We're faster. We can get to linebackers faster, fit them up better. We can run sprint out and sweep and all that. Screens we use a lot more now. Yeah, I see the screen game coming into play a lot simply because you have the ability to get to the edge quicker. And especially from your position, you know, you can pull. And and I I see a lot of footwork that not necessarily is all talent-driven. You've had to actually really work at your craft. Talk about how you've evolved as an offensive lineman in your mind. What's the best part of your game that's really changed over the course of the years? I played D-line freshman year, and then I got moved to offensive line the spring of my freshman year. I started as a center, so I had to learn how to snap the ball. I kind of struggled with that for half of my sophomore season, and I finally got that figured out. Junior year, I got moved to left guard, and I was behind Kennard. For me, it was a lot easier because I didn't have to, I have shorter arms, so I didn't have to just, I didn't have to snap and then get on someone. I could just get on someone immediately. And this year, I played the first game at left guard, so now I bumped to right guard, and then now it's just about figuring out how to do it on that side and just, like, flipping my brain. Normally, when you look at five guys that start, you're looking at those guys, and they play 
the most. You know, they have the lion's share of the playing time, and the guys that come in are not necessarily in there to develop depth. They're in there to get reps. Quite the opposite. You actually had a rotation of offensive linemen <laughs> last year where we would see you go into the games at certain times depending on the matchups. And it was almost like you're watching Coach Murdoch play a game of chess with you and Christian McWilliams and then obviously some guys that are on the starting five that just mixing those guys in and finding the right fit you were that chess piece. Oh, you want to do that? Fine. I got I got McKelvey. Yeah. So McKelvey get in there and and I I have to think that that upped your confidence level quite a bit. I mean, it just showed to me that I could play basically anywhere because I played all five positions at least once in a game uh, last season. Swiss Army knife. Is that what Coach Murdoch kind of calls you? Your Swiss Swiss Army knife? Yeah, the I was the, the plug and play guy. Something happened to any of the starters, I was automatically going to that position. That's yeah. pretty awesome, man. When yeah. you think about it, because you know we don't, the only thing that we really have as a barometer is Magic Johnson played all five positions in a basketball game one time, and I think you had oh he's the starting point guard in one of the NBA finals, but here in game two we're going to make him the center. You know LeBron James being able to play multiple positions. You have a lot of guys that play baseball that can move around from left center right in this day of specialization it really is kind of a throwback to a time where everybody kind of did everything and it's unique and I'm sure your dad being on the coaching staff says you know son if you're going to play offensive line you might as well you know learn how to play all five positions to me you're more valuable in that role because when I look down at the two deep week two it's different from the two deep in week one and I'm sitting there going do you find that the talent lies in your ability to adapt the multiple positions coach I said you don't play you know left guard right guard center left tackle you play offensive line yeah it says ol not (laughs) that's true let's talk about your dad there is something to be said for being always around what is your earliest memory of of being a coach's kid what's what's one of those first experiences that you remember that your dad has a different a different way of making a living i think my earliest memory was actually when he coached at i think it was saint gabriel's and i was like three or four and I was swinging on this like like it was a fence but it was like a roped fence so there was just like one rope and I was like swinging on it and I smacked my head on the ground and then I had to like get bandaged up by like the team the team trainers or something calling for a trainer at three years old that's fantastic (laughs) your dad is a very smart individual and I don't think a lot of people understand his background because you know when I see him walk in the halls I always call him counselor we always know that lawyers see things a little bit differently because he does have the law degree but for me I'm always interested in that where is the father-son player-coach line? And I'd love to know, how much ball do y'all actually talk, or do you have a completely different relationship with him off the field? Most of our talking about football is like, or at least about Westlake football, is either like right after practice when I'm still on the field and we're talking about like what happened, or like during a football game, talk about what we would do in this situation or like what defense he would run and like what offensive play I would run or something, stuff like that. It's got to be a heck of an advantage having a defensive coach as a dad when you play offense. You know, it's it's very similar to what we, you know, always talked about with Coach Vosick being a a former player. You know, there's tricks of the trade that you kind of learn, you know, in your time playing. What's it like to kind of have that built in? I think it's helpful, especially for like the more complicated teams. Like last year when we played Southlake or North Shore, when they would bring – bunch of different kind of pressures and stuff like that knew what was coming and then like in the spring we they would bring corners like kick like all the way out to them and I like knew they were coming in just helpful the family aspect and you say okay my dad's all in here he could do whatever he wanted to do he wants to be a football coach and you also look at your family being in the program 
I mean, really, everybody's involved. It is a family affair, and but it's yeah. different for you because everything revolves around yeah. football. You know, it's 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 never ending. What are some of the things that you and your family talk about other than football? That's what interests me. What what other things you know creep into conversations at the dinner at the dinner table at the McKelvey house? <laughs> it is a lot of football. I mean, there's also a lot of Notre Dame football. My dad went there. And then it's just like, I don't know, just like regular family conversations, like what's going on, what, like what, who are you hanging out with, like just regular stuff. Well, you don't have to answer that question. You know who you're hanging out with. There's about 85 <laughs> of you guys uh, all hanging out together. And let's talk about that because, you know, you're wearing this shirt that says, you know, Chaparral Brotherhood. I always notice when, when guys like Sam Ellinger, Jake Ellinger, Jackson Coker, guys that you've played with, but guys that kind of helped build this, what I would call Dodge era football family. The idea that no one is afraid to tell anybody that they love and care about them, and especially from the offensive line standpoint, you know, I can only imagine what it's like to be, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old and having grown men tell them how much they actually care about them. And Brandon Murdoch is one of those guys. And I got a taste of his coaching style in the uh, inner squad scrimmage. I didn't hear a raised voice. You know, I didn't hear a curse word. It was a conversation about a missed block. It was actually a positive play. And it just struck me as what makes Coach Murdoch different, you know, hearing that as a kid, hey, this is on me. This is my responsibility. This is my accountability. You don't take that for granted, obviously, but if you could pick out one thing about Coach Murdoch and what he means to you, what is it? He's a great teacher. If you don't know something, he'll obviously tell you, and then he'll he'll do the, the extra work if you need to watch extra film with him. He'll do it anytime, lunch, after school, before school. He really cares about us. We really care about him. It's, it is it is like a family dynamic. I think availability is something yeah. that a lot of people miss. Hey, I'm here. Is that kind of what your expectation is? Hey, if I have a problem, not just with my assignments on the field, yeah. if I have a problem with anything, he's a, he's a guy that you can go to? Absolutely, yeah. He said that before. Whether you have a question or you're in trouble or you need help with football or without football, you can always look to him. It's a powerful statement coming from a guy who is, you know, from, from our perspective, pretty young coach, but has had a lot of success very, very quickly. And final thought, Michael, as you look at your senior season, you've had a very interesting journey from the yeah. D-line to the offensive line, center, guard, tackle, you name it, you've played it. It's a unique situation this year because of all of the outside attention that Westlake is getting, back-to-back state championships, Coach Dodge retiring at the end of the season. As a senior and a senior leader, as I see that 1,000-watt smile, I know that this means a whole lot to you. If there's one thing that you want to get out of this year, what is it? I mean, on the field, it's obviously state championship. We have to get it. <laughs> there's no other option. And then just off the field, it's just like memories, making, making memories that I can enjoy for the rest of my life. What's the one thing that gets you motivated? If you have a pregame ritual, what is it? What gets you going? What gets Michael McKelvey ready to play? I've listened to the same 13 songs before every game since like 8th grade. So I do that. And after that, I listen to the halftime talk in uh, with Al Pacino. Oh, you watch the halftime speech from uh, Any Given Sunday? Yeah, Any Given Sunday. I watch that, and then, then I'm ready to go. You use That's Al Pacino as motivation. Yeah. That is outstanding. <laughs> Everybody that's seen that movie knows just how powerful a character he is just walking around. But, well, Michael, you're a pretty special kid, and I know that uh, being a coach's kid is not necessarily the easiest job in the world. You do it with grace. You do it with dignity. Really one of those rare opportunities where we get to talk with our Shap of the Week and say, hey, this is a guy that really understands the Team Me concept, a guy that is willing to do whatever it takes I'll play center, I'll play guard, I'll play tackle, putting the OL in the offensive yeah. line, if you will. Uh, but we really appreciate you taking the time, and thanks so Absolutely. much.